Well, welcome to the Stretch for Life podcast. My name is Bob Wolf. I am your host. Uh, also here with uh, Laura Myers as well as Lori Walter. And welcome to this podcast and in this episode. If you are a subscriber, welcome back. And we're excited to have you. If you're not a subscriber, please feel free to subscribe to us. Uh, if you're not ready, you want to listen to our content a little bit more, feel free to listen to our content and then go ahead and subscribe. And also as a reminder, don't keep us a secret. Feel free free to share our podcast and our our content with friends, family, and colleagues, other people who are looking for the opportunity for what this podcast is trying to accomplish. Well, welcome today. We are excited to talk with you about some information that may be really new. I know for me, this was a very new concept when I first became a client of Lori's. We're planning to present this topic, um, it's a very big topic, in a series of podcasts so that we can take this very large bit of information and kind of bite it one little bit at a time and give you a chance to chew on that information and research it and really come um, to a new understanding about it. So we're going to be talking about cleaning and clearing your organs. So in our podcast to this point, we have talked a lot about detoxing. We've talked a lot about building up your immune system. Um, but this is a, a much more um, specific topic. And so Lori deals a lot in her clinic with people who are having issues um, with their reproductive organs and several other organs working the way they're supposed to. Mm -hmm. And so today she's going to talk with us and kind of kick off this series with explaining like, why do we need to clean and clear our organs and give us sort of an overview, an umbrella view, if you will, of this really important topic and how much, especially relating to men and women and their reproductive organs in the following episodes. So Lori, why don't you take it away? Absolutely. So I kind of backed into this through the back door. Um, when I was trained to do like the prenatal, you know, pregnancy, labor and delivery type massage, the people that trained me, they were very, you know, explicit about, you know, the woman has the baby, you're there, you know, post the delivery, you make sure that the whole part of the placenta is delivered. There's not a scrap of that left inside of the uterus, because if there's anything left, it gets, you know, necrotic and it, it causes infection and it can cause, you know, the breast milk not to come down. It can, it can really interfere with what's the next phase of that woman. And also, you know, when she is six weeks postpartum, she needs to start having a regular period, you know. And so probably my falling in the back door of this topic was when I started having clients who, you know, they went back on contraception like way quick after they had a baby. Um, women who actually thought they were doing like the more natural thing and breastfeeding and not having a period and not realizing that that meant their uterus wasn't all that cleaned out. Um, having women who've had abortions and then they ended up having, you know, babies that had a lot of mixed um, tissues and not knowing what that was coming from. And so all of these things, you know, have just sort of, you know, come at me 
in not like, you know, I went out and searched for that and said, oh, all this information that's out there is really the wrong way for women to go. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, it was just like, okay, I had my training and all the women that I worked with while they were, you know, in the process of pregnancy, post-delivery. I mean, I made sure that they were clear and clean. That's just what I did. You know, I didn't know that there was this other set of practitioners and, you know, midwives and OBGYNs that didn't have as much, you know, affinity to what happens once a woman has had a baby you know, and once she's had a period and once she's, you know, accomplished this part of her childbearing years and now is in menopause. So it came as a big surprise to me when women would roll into my office and have like a lot of eczema that they couldn't get rid of. They would have a lot of, you know, breakthrough bleeding that they couldn't, you know, manage or no OBGYN, you know, would have any answers to. They would basically be handing them antidepressants and going, here, take this, you're fine, Mm -hmm. you know. So, you know, that downgrading what their symptoms were and not giving them an actual answer to why this was happening. And then I had a couple of clients who actually had to have, you know, some surgery on their milk ducts, you know, because their breast tissue swelled up beyond all belief and that wasn't quite mastitis, but it was sort of. And, you know, there was was just this incredible amount of pain and not being able to actually, you know, breastfeed. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of what happened, you know, to get me to understand that there was a lot of misinformation about how the uterus clears and cleans. And so I just wanted to make sure that everyone understood that your body doesn't naturally clear and clean itself without having all of the steps mm-hmm. to make that happen. Mm-hmm. That, you know, every month when a woman has her, you know, menstrual cycle, the way the hormones change because, you know, it could actually end up in a pregnancy. Those hormones don't help you clear and clean because they're actually changing how the muscles work. They're they're preparing. They're preparing and they're, they're downgrading what they are actually doing as a muscular activity. And so clearing and cleaning your organs is a very much a muscular activity. It's a, it's based in all the muscles that are around it, the muscles that are holding it in place and the muscles actually just like with elimination of, you know, uh, fecal matter and urine, you know, the muscles are part of you getting rid of stuff. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so when it can't do that, you know, it relies on you to help it to happen. Mm -hmm. And that's why a lot of the stretches, especially in the stretch for pregnancy, it's still on the app, but it's under specialty stretches. You know, I always refer women to doing that um, last trimester set of stretches, you know, every month after they've had a period, because you do want the muscles to pick back up. You want them to rejoin the fight Mm -hmm. and help you clear and clean. Mm -hmm. Well, and I know you're kind of, you know, talking quite a bit about uterus, but this topic of cleaning and clearing um, would you say that it's also for other organs, that oh, there are yeah. several organs? So this is a process that happens all throughout our body, mm-hmm. but there are some, you know, major issues if our reproductive organs specifically are not cleaned and cleared. 
Well, yeah, those are probably the ones that people know most about having cancer. Right. You know, so I mean, you know, yes, you can still have some pretty horrific things that happen like inside the stomach. Mm -hmm. You know, the stomach is, you know, way over to the left side of your body, which is, is how it moves when you're opening your sphincter and you're putting food into the stomach, especially that bacon, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> sometimes it can get stuck over on that left side and it doesn't close. So you have all that acid reflux and you, then you have a lot of, you know, problems with that. Right. So clearing and cleaning the stomach is definitely having it move back over, you know, situate itself right underneath the diaphragm Mm -hmm. and have the diaphragm actually close that sphincter. And it's the same with the heart. You know, the heart is right above the diaphragm and it can get moved over slightly, especially for men, you know, if they're lifting and tugging and, you know, really putting some upper body, you know, strength into things, it can move itself a little bit further over to the left side Mm -hmm. and not be in the right position so that the blood can flow as as evenly as it would like to. So, I mean, they're attached, organs are attached to your muscles Mm -hmm. and they're very much a part of your postural structure as well as being just there to do their job. Mm -hmm. And your muscles are like part of, you know, helping them to do their particular part. So, so it's really important to like have everything as, you know, neutral position as it possibly can Mm -hmm. and not like squishing and pushing and, you know, like impacting them. Mm -hmm. And then of course there's your liver, you know, everybody knows that, you know, your liver can get all kind of whacked out and not have that part of itself that's outside the peritoneal sac, which is the part that sloughs off, you know, so if you're going to have something go wrong with the liver, it's that, you know, not having that part that sloughs off, regrows, sloughs off, regrows, Mm -hmm. you know, so that part is, you know, also needing to be cleared and clean. And when everyone, everyone understands that your intestines can have like a part of itself that only goes like part way, especially if you've got any scar tissue, if you've had any abdominal surgeries, if you've had any kind of abdominal, you know, disconnect from hernias or torn muscles or anything like that, you know, you are... Um, aiding and abetting your intestines only being able to go just so far and then it blocks things up and then you have a lot of pain because you can't get the waste and the food the food and the nutrient part through to make blood Mm -hmm. and so that starts to downgrade our you know overall you know structure and immune system as well and then the other part is the prostate which is, um, um, it's not really an organ, but it is. I mean, it makes a lot of the mucus that helps with the flow of semen through the vas deferens and then into the penis. And it is a pretty important part because it's around the ureter. And so if it's 
full of waste, especially if people are drinking tap water. Men are drinking tap water. Um, there's a lot of minerals and there's a lot of debris in tap water that then gets trapped and so uh, in the prostate itself and so it starts to like close in around and basically block the ureter and i mean you want to talk about some pain if you can't pee boy you you got some pain mm -hmm. and then it starts to you know have this debris and this waste inside of there and there's no way for it to go because you know all of your systems and what's called the alimentary canal are a one-way system they're headed to either pee out or poop out mm -hmm. there's no going back up in mm -hmm. to try to clear and clean it right you know so it's only going out it's not going back up. And so if you've got, you know, something that's in a certain area of the body where it's just nestled in there and it's building up, building up, squeezing off, you know, the body doesn't have a way to scoop down in there and clear that out. Right. And so, you know, all of these things basically need to have either you doing the stretches from the stretch app or you need to have a therapist who's helping, and sometimes you need both, to help clear and clean that out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you have not checked out Lori's app, Stretch for Life, yet, um, she mentioned it several times here oh, today. It's $14.95, and it's an app that is an at-home stretch program. Mm -hmm. So you are able to utilize her vast knowledge on this app, and it gives you the opportunity to do some of these stretch routines that she's mentioning. So again, these are not workout routines. They're stretches that are very specifically designed to help um, work through different parts of your body, different systems of your body. And we have an entire episode on the podcast about the app. So we want to encourage you to check that out um, as we're kind of talking about cleaning and clearing these organs. Again, if you don't feel like you have a practitioner close by that you feel comfortable with, then of course the app is a great place to start to give you some ideas of how to move forward and at least start the process of cleaning some of those organs out. Yeah. One thing I, more I wanted to mention is that once you have something that's scarred, you know, either from a surgical procedure or a rip and a tear, um, scar tissue doesn't stop. It is like tree roots. Mm -hmm. If you don't have someone who helps come alongside of you and basically post-surgery, either using the Avazian microcurrent device or, you know, hand hands-on manual therapy or acupressure or acupuncture, you have to have somebody stop that scar tissue because otherwise it will just tree root in and around your organs and basically cut off mm. the flow of those organs, like your intestines or blood vessels or even the muscle itself. It will attach and adhere. And then that muscle doesn't have the freedom to move you around like it normally would. Mm. You know, it can encapsulate um, lymph nodes. I mean, Scar tissue is bad, guys. Mm -hmm. It's really bad. And so, please, I advise you strongly, you know, think twice, three times, four times about a surgery, especially if it's not something that you absolutely need to have. Mm -hmm. And then if they put something in you, a foreign substance in you, you know, that can always end up not being quite what your body because everybody metabolizes and everybody's body system is different you know like 
I'm always picking on this one client of mine who um, sells the pins and screws for orthopedics, you know, stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, make sure you, you know, when you make them do the ones with holes or perfs in the, in the screw that they're going to put in somebody, because if bone can't grow through it, then the body heals and then pushes that screw out. And you don't need one surgery. You need two surgeries. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that happens so often with orthopedics is that all that orthopedic equipment that they just put in there, you know, the body heals itself and then pushes it out. Right. And then they have to slice that person open again, again with more scar take, tissue and take that out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, scar tissue is bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is not something that is your friend and your, your body doesn't play well with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you for that overview. I feel like we covered kind of a lot as mm-hmm. we were talking through with this first um, episode of our series that we're going to be diving more specifically into female issues and then into male issues and then into some other um, you know, major organs in our body that you might be interested in for your own health. So mm-hmm. we're going to kind of walk through, but giving that overview, there are definitely some things you probably heard and thought, what? I've never heard that before or what? I'm supposed to have a period six weeks after having a baby what like there are definitely some things that she mentioned that um might be very new information to you so we want to take this and break it down so that you have the opportunity to really chew on it because there is a lot more to this topic so thank you for the overview you're very welcome okay and we'll get back to you soon with some more information well, thank you for listening to Stretch for Life podcast. Uh, hopefully this content and this information was as beneficial to you as it was to us, uh, improving your mind, body, and spirit, and trying to strive to become the best version of yourself. If you haven't subscribed already, go ahead and feel free to subscribe now. And also don't forget to share us with your families friends and colleagues. And uh, if there's any information that was on this, uh, any products or services that uh, was interest to you, go to our website and go ahead and purchase those uh, that information. There will also be a link within our podcast. Thank you so much for attending and looking forward to joining us in our next episode.